pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. First of all, I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Folks, we certainly have a lot to be thankful for this year. Uh, regardless, you know, obviously some struggles with COVID, but we're in just such a better position uh, than we were a year ago. So I want everyone to have a uh, happy and safe, healthy holiday with your family. Relax, uh, have some good food, enjoy yourself. You deserve it. This is uh, this has not been tough, and especially has not been easy uh, with the current situation where the country just seems upside down. This portion of the program brought to you by Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this year. Call them 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. It's Henry Oil. Call them today. Budget plans, service contracts, residential, commercial. You can depend on Henry Oil. Lock and cap pricing, automatic delivery. Call Henry Oil today. This winter, I'm asking you, make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401 521 Always online at henryoil.com. It is the John DePietro Show. Folks, as always, visit our website, depetro.com. You can see, I think, just the ridiculous tweet, a message put out by Congressman David Cicilline on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Again, check it out at the website, depetro.com. And don't forget our website brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Patriots are in first place. You can enjoy all the games at Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland, where, remember, they have karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights, the NFL ticket on Sundays. It's clean. It's friendly. Family-owned. Stop it and see my friends, Endzone Sports Pub. I want to get to... um. President Trump, first of all, it turns out that Kyle Rittenhouse had a nice private meeting with uh, President Trump at Mar-a-Lago, but President Trump was on uh, Fox News last night with Hannity the night after the big interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. And uh, and obviously, in, in talking about uh, different aspects of the Kyle Rittenhouse case, um, he also then, you know, talked about uh, the situation, by the way, with with uh, President Biden, it just seemingly is going from from bad to worse. But let's hear a little bit. This was uh, President Trump last night on Fox News. It was actually great to hear from him with uh, Sean Hannity. Big thing that you say, you know what? I'm not going to do this or that. Well, you know, until I ran for politics, I got the best media. I really did. The media treated me good. I understood that they had some difficulties in life and they they were not so straight. But they treated me very well. I guess that's one of the reasons I became president, when you think about it. But uh, I would devote maybe more time to it, but I think to a large extent, you know, I oftentimes experimented. I'd have some people in, I'd give them absolutely perfect answer, I'd give them the time, I'd give them everything, and they'd still write a bad story, because that's, that's their genetic makeup. But I think what I would just do is more of the same. I, would, I was making the greatest trade deals ever. And, you know, our environment was being protected. Sean, nobody talks about it. We had the best numbers we've ever had last year in terms of clean air and clean water, meaning ever in the last 40 years. I assume before that there weren't so many people, so I guess we had good numbers, right? But am I, we had am the I best hearing you right? But uh, uh, the question was more of what, what would you do anything differently with the media? Now, I, I want to um, recently uh, Fox and Friends, they were discussing it. And, and listen, folks, a lot of people have just felt maybe better to, you know, go a little more low profile. Um, in, in some ways, President Trump not on Twitter. Some people, some people uh, think that's not the, the worst thing, that it's, it's actually be better, more, uh, less is more. And so I think that's the answer that Sean Hannity was looking for. Maybe be like, you know, maybe be a little less always in war mode, using social media less to attack people and more just govern. But there's no question people like the Trump policies where he ran into problems was people just felt it was it was like overload. Some of that was not his fault, by the way. The media was just, you know, it's nonstop saturated coverage of him. Um, but here's where President Trump talks about Kyle Rittenhouse. 
I got to know him a little bit. He called. He wanted to know if he could come over and say hello because he was a fan, unlike the other guy. He came over with his mother. Really a nice young man. And what he went through, he should have, that was prosecutorial misconduct. Yep. He should not have had to suffer through a trial for that. He was going to be dead. If he didn't pull that trigger, that guy that put the gun to his head, in one quarter of a second, he was going to pull the trigger. Kyle would have been dead. He's a really good young guy. He's 18 years old. Just left Mar-a-Lago a little while ago. And he should never have been put through that. That Mr. was President. prosecutorial misconduct. And it's happening all over the United States right now with the Democrats. So that was um, President Trump talking about uh, meeting Kyle Rittenhouse. So... I don't know what's going to happen uh, with young Kyle going forward. I mean, I I think he could actually, depending on where his life is going to take him, he's still a young guy, but he may not realize it. But he, I mean, if, if, you know, can you imagine if he was coming in somewhere uh, to make an appearance and you get a photo with him? I, I think some people may not want to hear this, but I think Kyle Rittenhouse could actually make, be, make a, a very lucrative living either working for the NRA or if he signed on to be almost as an, as an advertising uh, spokesperson used in uh, various brochures and advertisers for, for certain gun manufacturers. Right now, Kyle Rittenhouse is the, the most famous owner of the AR-15 of anyone in the world. Uh, no one speaks self-defense in, in how you know a firearm can save your life better than I mean, let's face it, then Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know if that's the path he wants to go down, but um, I I just think that <clears throat> at some point, I know his attorney said he should change his name. It would be a different type of life, but to just go back under the fabric and either be a nurse, he could, um, I mean, just with, I, I know you don't see a lot of, um, you don't see a lot of, well, you don't see any uh, gun advertising in media, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a, a market for that, whether it's brochures or videos that they show in different stores. Uh, if he was like to make a tour, and you, you think of some of the very large sporting goods stores um, in certain parts of the country, he, I think Kyle Rittenhouse could, could, uh, would do very, very well for himself, and people would stand in line and want to meet him and talk to him and take a picture with him and maybe get an autograph of some kind or i mean if you're the the the, the manufacturers whether it's smith and wesson or ruger or Glock, anyone ar-15 i mean is there is would there be anyone better to have for your advertisement than than him he demonstrated exactly how you use a weapon for self-defense folks i want to remind you for self-defense stop it and see our friends at competition shooting supplies john francis 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call them at 727-1716. Firearm, ammunitions, accessories. It's competition shooting supplies. Stop it and see them. They're also on Facebook. And if you're listing right now, and maybe you're looking to sell some firearms, maybe you want some money, or maybe uh, many times someone passes away and they have uh, the person that died had a gun collection and the family has no use for it, uh, you can sell your guns to john francis or you can sell them on consignment at competition shooting supplies call him 401-727-1716 he's my gun guy i think he's the most knowledgeable i'm requesting and asking you imploring you to shop there competition shooting supplies firearms ammunition accessories 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. take the last exit off of 95 in rhode island you go past the attleboro train station and then right at the uh, intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, you take the left. He's right there. I think he's the best. He's the most knowledgeable. This is where I purchase all my firearms. Competition shooting supplies, 401-727-1716. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And don't forget, uh, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Centerdale Revival, comfort food, cocktails. Hey, Thanksgiving weekend get out enjoy yourself see some friends always a nice group at centerdale revival 2025 smith street in north providence winner of several rhode island monthly awards uh shane runs a great place pop in and see them and uh folks also on the website you'll also see as we are um talking 
about protecting yourself and also uh, defending yourself. Don't forget about our friends at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, one mile from Garden City. They have tactical gear, uh, pepper spray, everything you need to remain safe, plus ammo at Surplus Provisions. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is aka sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business. Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and If you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340 to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Time for our uh, segment with our legal analysts. Uh, talking to them a little bit early, obviously, because uh, because of Thanksgiving. But it is uh, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is Tim Dodd. And Tim, I I, um, I want to, I think we should still do some follow-up a little bit with the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And especially, he... Um, did an interesting interview with Tucker Carlson and and made some uh, what I found surprising allegations against uh, his first attorneys, the team of John Pearson and Lynn Wood and uh, and and but just um just some general thoughts now that we've all had a chance to kind of digest the Rittenhouse verdict a little bit. Well, uh, I guess I was a little surprised and duly impressed with how Kyle did during his interview with Tucker Carlson. I thought he was incredibly poised and articulate. And um, again, just like when he was on the witness stand, he got his shots in. He got his points in about his prior counsel, about President Biden, about, you know, things that um, occurred during the course of... uh, everything from the time of his um, arrest to trying to turn turn himself into the police. Um, 
his um, sentiments towards the BLM movement. Uh, I, I thought he did as good a job as anyone could have possibly expected him to do. Regarding his previous attorneys, Lynn Wood and John Pierce, um, he had some pretty harsh things to say about them, basically that um, they were out there allegedly raising money um, and soliciting donations for um, Kyle to make bail. Kyle reports that they had raised, these guys had raised over a million dollars by early September, which was the amount that would have been needed to get him bailed. But they kept him in jail until mid November so that they could purportedly continue to raise money um, off of Kyle's name and trying to get people to give money with the idea they were going to be helping uh, him with his bail. Now, the question first in the first instance is who gets the bail money back? Right. If, if I were to post bail for Mr. X and after Mr. X's trial is over, he's acquitted, that money would come back to me because right. I posted it. In this case, apparently um, there were a few um, high-profile people who contributed. Uh, the My Pillow guy gave money. Ricky, Ricky Schroeder, the yeah. former child actor, gave money and some other notable people. But other monies were raised under the umbrella of some foundation that Lynn Wood operates. And the yeah. money was to be filtered through Lynn Wood's organization mm. to post the bail for um, Kyle Rittenhouse. So if the money was raised by Lynn Wood's organization the benefit of Kyle's bail who gets that money back, right? Um, that's going to be a fight. Lynn Wood's going to say, I raised it. It filtered through my organization. People yep. donated to my organization so that I could do with it as I see fit. There's going to be lots of um, accounting and auditing questions. How much did he raise? What did he do with it? Uh, how much did he spend raising the money? Where, you know, what's the paper trail on this? Yeah. Um, I think the my pillow guy should get his money back. Rick Schroeder right. should get his money back. But right. there's probably about a million and a half or more that there's going to be a scrum as to who gets it back. Um, Rittenhouse also had some very um, detrimental things to say about Linwood, mostly about the bail. And his other uh, prior counsel, John Pierce. Uh, Pierce was apparently out there in the media um, telling the media that Kyle was a member of an informal militia. Yeah. Now, wow. so let's take that by way of example. I don't know really what else this guy might have said. Right. But now if the talking heads on, t on the television are saying, well, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse, he was the member of a militia. Now, until I heard what he said, Kyle said about this guy Pierce, I would think well, he wasn't a member of militia. That's a reckless statement. Right. But now it may not be a reckless statement because yeah. if I'm reporting on television as a talking head, what this guy's attorney represented to the media, then it's not a reckless statement. There's a good faith basis to report it because the lawyer said so. Mm. So I don't know what else this guy Pierce said, but he said that Kyle was part of a militia, and he also, he and or uh, Lynn Wood, let Kyle do interviews with the Washington Post. Right. Um, that precipitates Kyle's trial attorney, Mark Richards, to say, hey, I'll probably get sued for this. But, you know, Lynn Wood is an idiot for yeah. letting Kyle speak with the Washington Post while he has a first-degree murder oh. charge pending against him. Wow. Now, no attorney in their right mind right. would let their, their client do an interview with anyone, yeah. let alone Washington Post, yeah. who's got a bias and, you know, a, an angle on everything, and they're certainly not going to be a friendly news source if not that you should have your client talk to anyone, but the, 
I don't know, between the New York Times and the Washington Post, those would right. be two of the last yes. outlets you'd ever They're not dream. even on the list. Yeah. No. So <clears throat> now Lynn Wood fires back saying, hey, Mark Richards, I'm not an idiot, and I'm going to sue you for defamation. Well, <laughs> let's look up the definition of idiot. Yeah. Idiot is defined by Webster's as a foolish or stupid person. I think letting your f- client who's been charged with first-degree murder speak to the Washington Post is foolish. Right. Foolish in, in the definition of what you are to be an idiot if you so foolishly let your client do such a thing. So I think uh, Mark Richards will be just fine if, uh, if Lynn Woods decides to pop off and sue him too. Yeah. Um, those Tim, guys... I, think, I, I think Kyle Rittenhouse even said with Tucker Carlson that, that, that uh, they actually set it up for him and told them you're going to talk to the Washington Post. So I, I want to backtrack for just for a moment because it, it, it would, it seemed to me that one of the reasons they, they kept him in jail, his own counsel to me was the longer he stays in jail, the more the scheme of getting people to donate money stays alive. The moment he gets out makes bail, you know, other than donating to the defense fund. But uh, I, I think they they raised over over two million, and to me, a big part of that was the fact that he was behind bars. Now there's a story in the Washington Post. So you get all the Virginia, and you know, it, it actually even holds probably more weight down in that part of the country than maybe New York. So they could work their magic with the the donors to this fund because there he is, you know, still behind bars. That's yes. the way I interpret it. And that's precisely the point. You're, yeah. you're exactly right. The, if the kid's in jail, it's an easier ask to get people yeah. to contribute. This poor guy is yep. you know, still in jail. We need more money. We need more money. And even um, Kyle's uh, trial attorney, Mark Richards, said, you know, Lynn Wood and John Pierce, they basically hoard this kid out to raise yeah. money. And right. I think that's a precisely accurate, accurate. statement. Yeah. Tim Dodd, what do you make of... Um of the fact that Tucker was almost kind of laying it out about uh, President Biden. And I thought it was interesting that Kyle Rittenhouse, to me, used kind of what I would call legalese terms that a regular person would not, which was basically they defamed me. I think he used the word malice. Um, uh, boy, I it, it certainly he, he wouldn't answer. And he kept saying, I have a very good legal team. But um the fact that President Biden, you know, referred to him as a white supremacist, I think they even featured him in a campaign commercial. Um, what, what is your thought on that? Well, I, I think you're right. I, mean, I think Kyle said he wanted to be, a, he's always wanted to be a nurse, but now he's thinking law school. <laughs> um, he has, um, appears to be a quick study. He's picked up yeah. the jargon. He's picked up the manner of speaking. Um He's utilizing the vocabulary very well. Um, he's, I'm sure, been schooled. He just didn't, you know, go sit in a chair with Tucker. I'm sure that his team prepped him, you know, gave him suggested talking points, just like if it was a presidential debate or any other political debate. Right. You're, you prep, you plan, you, you, yep. you test it out. I'm sure that he had a few dry runs, just like they had dry runs with test juries before the trial started to see which was the most effective approach. So when he says, Mr. President, you know, why don't you go back and watch the testimony and the videos? I thought that was very effective. It was not insulting. Um, It was an accurate um, sentiment. Before Before you malign me, on purpose, why don't you get your facts straight? Now, I've seen a few quotes on the on the media, like film clips of um, then-candidate Biden um, making statements about Kyle that he's a white supremacist. The ones that I've heard, you know, Biden apparently was a lawyer in private practice for a short time, not a very good one. I think he was almost at the very bottom of his class in law oh, school. Yeah. I believe but, you. But in any event, he's a lawyer of some, some, something of a lawyer. Yeah. Every time I heard him on film talking about Kyle, 
he would say, you know, it's alleged that he's a white supremacist. It's alleged that he did this. It's alleged oh, okay. that he did that. Yep. Now, if he couched his statements yeah. saying the word alleged, in, in my view, he's inoculated yeah. because he's, he's not saying it. No. Now, did he do that every single time? I don't know. Yeah. But the ones that I've seen on the TV, he throws that word in. And, you know, some people don't catch it because they hear white supremacists and they say, there it is, there it is. He's maligning him. But I'm not so sure yeah. that that will hold up. On yeah. other media outlets where the talking heads are saying, well, you know, this guy is a white supremacist and he fired 60 rounds and he was just shooting indiscriminately, blah, blah, blah. Those people are now um, going to be lined up for a yeah. lawsuit where I think significant funds are going to be paid out to Kyle. And I think he was very wise to um, dodge those questions and say, I've got very good lawyers. I'm leaving it in their hands. That was the yeah. right answer. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more turning Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 336 2110. Trailer pickup and delivery. 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer... They can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store, 65% off all week long. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think, no gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401-351-7600. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to stay with the Rittenhouse uh, trial just because I think it's fascinating just for another moment. Um, I thought it was interesting with uh, Tucker Carlson, um, Kyle Rittenhouse said, no, and I want to thank so-and-so. And I think he mentioned some woman. I don't remember, recall her name, but she picked the jury. And then um, we also learned, I think his legal team, even, and again, I, people need to realize, whoever's the people that are listening, there's nothing illegal about this. If you have the means, but um, I, I'm very certain I read that they, they tested out with two different juries prior, prior to the jury that they selected, but in getting ready for trial, one where they did not have him testify, and then the second one they tested where he did testify, and, and he scored better with the group when he did testify, and that led him 
you know, led to the decision where they even said from the beginning, we're going to put him put him on the stand. I just don't remember, Tim Dodd, uh, of recent memory, a trial where it seemed to. And again, his defense team, hey, you, you know, you have to do whatever you can uh, under these circumstances to get a not guilty verdict for his client, which they did. But um, but just to go to those efforts, um, obviously, we've heard of, you know, there's people you hire that are good with jury selection. But w- were you surprised that they tested out two different juries, one with him testifying, the other one him not testifying? No. You know, if you if if the defendant or the defense team um, has sufficient funds. Yeah. There's lots of wow. great things that you can do. Now, his jury consultant, I can't think of her name either, but yeah. she was the same jury consultant that um, was utilized, for instance, in the O.J. Simpson case. Okay. She has been involved with a lot of high-profile cases, yep. and that's her um, area is picking, helping lawyers pick jurors who will be favorable. You know, yep. There's all sorts of analytical information sure. and algorithms that you look at to see who's yep. going to be helpful. Wow. As far as doing a test mock trial, yeah, um, that's a pretty standard thing to do, especially okay. in um, big money or high profile or high stakes cases. Um, the, anecdotally, I was involved in a case a few years back and we did um, a test um, trial, mini yep. trial. You don't do the full right. 14 day trial. But there's companies that work to set this up. And basically, they pay jurors to come in for the day. Sure. And you'll put, let's say, 15 people or 12 people, whatever you can muster, in one room. And you put the equal number in a separate room. And then they will both listen to the attorney's presentation. And then you'll change some of the facts. Or you'll go to talk to the jury and say, would you be more favorable to the defendant if you heard this? Would yep. you be more favorable to, you know, whoever's looking for money if this was said? And then you change things and you can ask different juries for their opinions and you get real feedback from these group of, they're paid. They don't really know everything about the case, but they get the gist and it gives you some surprising insight on what the jurors are thinking and what issues resonate with the jury and what facts will move the dial, so to speak, making them either more favorable or less favorable to your case. It's a fascinating thing to do. It was um, educational and uh, legally speaking, a a very um, enjoyable experience when I was involved in it. And I'm sure in a case like Kyle's, what they learned had a big impact as to how they presented their case to this jury. Uh, Tim Dodd, one final question. You know, some of the people are saying, uh, you know, couldn't there be federal charges here? Would would you think, Tim, based on the way the verdict came down and just, you know, Lauren, Wisconsin and the, everything we know about this, do you think in any way that someone that there might potentially be federal charges uh, Is, brought against him that he, you know, violated the civil rights of the two individuals that were killed? Is it possible in the legal world? Anything's possible. Is it likely? I think it's highly unlikely. The only thing that the only caveat is you got Jerry Nadler out there saying, well, we need to have the feds look at this. And you've got what appears to be a relatively corrupt Department of Justice under Merrick Garland. So with that crew in charge, um, anything's possible. Should it happen? Absolutely not. Is it possible? It's possible only because of the current folks running that department and this administration makes it somewhat plausible. And it would be a completely political trial and trying to further inject race into a case which really doesn't have a racial component to it. Now, again, folks, we're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodner. Tim, there's another high profile case going on. Uh, In in all honesty, I've not followed it as closely, but it's this Vermont Arbery where they we're chasing him and he's, you know, with his family, he was just saying he was just out for a jog and instead they chased him down. There've been some break-ins um, that has not received the same level of scrutiny. And it also doesn't have all the video that the Rittenhouse um, case has 
this case seems to be far more it's it's race oriented that I, I believe they're saying that the defendants shot and killed him because he was black, polar opposite from the Rittenhouse trial. It's a very different case. Yeah. Uh, this one occurred in Georgia. The um, gentleman who uh, was shot and killed was black. The three defendants are white. Uh, they live in, I guess, a nicer neighborhood, if you will. And I don't think there's many black joggers running through this neighborhood. That, not that that should be determinative of anything. Um, there were some reports that there had been um, um, thefts and robberies in the neighborhood. And um, I guess they thought they had seen this guy before. Now, apparently he was jogging. Um, one or more of the defendants thought that he might have been casing different houses or different houses under construction to see what could be stolen. That's all uh, a suspicion, but there's no basis, in fact, to what they suspected this guy to have been doing. So on a particular day, they see him running and they start chasing him. They think he's up to something. We got to we got to stop him. And at the time, Georgia had um, a, a law which allowed for a citizen's arrest if you thought a crime was occurring. Right. Now, the citizen's arrest statute was only for felonies. Um, even if this guy um, who ultimately was killed was doing what these three idiots thought he was doing, it would have only yeah. been a misdemeanor. Right. So they should have never been doing it in the first place. No. So now they chase him. Two are on foot. One gets in his pickup trick truck. Excuse me, you guessed that he's in Georgia chasing a black guy in a pickup truck. It's just like out of a bad movie. It is. They corner him. They block him in, uh, ostensibly because they're going to arrest him. I mean, when you read the facts, it sounds like they were hunting him. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Now. One of these guys who was on foot has a shotgun and he's pointing it at this guy, Aubrey, who there's a tussle. The guy who ultimately dies grabs allegedly for the for the shotgun. Uh, uh, now the guy who's holding the shotgun says he's trying to grab my weapon. I'm in fear for my life. And I mm. shot him three times. I, I don't think that defense is going to stand up with this jury. No. There's been a lot of racial issues with this case, John. One being that um, it, it, in a county where there's a significant black population, defense counsel were able to knock off all but one of the potential black jurors. So you've got a jury that's, I think, 11 white individuals, one black individual. Um, that caused a bit of a stir because the question was, were these jurors being knocked off simply because they're black or were there other legitimate reasons to knock them off? Um, one of the defense counsel out of the presence of the jury complained that um, the victim's family um, had too many black pastors coming in to watch the proceedings and they right. thought that might prejudice the jury. It's like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was a completely outrageous request for defense counsel to say, judge, you got to keep all these black ministers out of the courtroom. Wow. It's prejudicing, oh, it's prejudicing wow. my client. Yeah. The fact that that would even be asked for. Wow. Um, I, I was astonished that they would do such a thing. I don't think the jury is going to buy the citizen's arrest. I no. don't think they're going to buy the, um, at the very end, the self-defense argument. Um, I think that the, the gentleman who was shot and killed, he was trying to defend himself. He's being chased by three idiots, one yeah. of them carrying a shotgun, and right. he's cornered. What's he supposed to do? Yeah. So I yeah. think this jury, I don't know, the timing is bad because the jury got the case. Um, they this started deliberations on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving is on Thursday. Friday oh. is always a terrible day for any business. So will this jury get a little um, messed up with the timing of all this? Because they're not going to come in on Thursday. They're probably not going to come in on Friday. Are they going to rush to a uh, verdict so they can get this over with before Thanksgiving? 
I don't know, but I would suspect that they're going to come back with a guilty finding against each of the three of these guys. Yeah. Folks, another quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing, a proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. You have enough, enough challenges trying to run your business. Let MEGA Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401-431-2300, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight, Freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage. You can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. We're speaking with our legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I also want to touch on some other legal stories. One is this uh, horrific the Christmas parade in Wisconsin. Uh, we're getting late word. There's been a, a sixth victim, and now I believe they set bail at uh, $5 million. But something that's really jumped out in the case is how this suspect uh, defendant was even out on – why was he even on the streets anyway? He, he was already out on bail. I think he was a bail violator, and then he had tried to run down his – he has a child with a woman, tried to run her down with his car. They certainly sound – sounds like they have the right – suspect uh, the vehicle was damaged it was even seen in a video he had done but that is um what, what do you make of the high i think bail was set at five million and and there's a lot of questions of why this guy was on the street to begin with well i mean five million is a appropriate amount for a case like this um he's killed six people and injured about 48 yep. people um with a really sickening, outrageous, awful series of um, things that he did behind the wheel. Um, And I think that the system, if you will, the judicial system in um, in, uh, Wisconsin is now trying to overcompensate for what was happening previously. This is an example, like we're seeing in New York, like we're seeing in California, of these new wave policies by the progressives to have no cash bail situations, put everyone back out on the street. Um, This guy was most recently, I think his cash bail was like a thousand dollars. And now the um, DA's office is saying that um, the uh, bail that was asked for by the state was clearly inconsistent with standards for the type of crime this guy was alleged to have committed. But they're letting everyone out with either no need to post cash bail. Right. Everyone's getting back out on the street. New York's seeing problems with, you know, criminals getting back out and continuing to commit crimes. This really dreadful person is from, cut from the same cloth. Apparently, he's got a rap sheet that runs some 50 pages Um, He's been a constant um, defendant within the criminal justice system. Um, Why more was not done to keep him behind bars is a question which we may never know the answer to. But um, it's another, you know, they call themselves progressives, but many times I think they should be called the excessives because they just go too far with everything. Yeah. Tim Dodd, what about also on the West Coast now? I have a big problem with these smash and grabs where because they made the law, it's a misdemeanor on shoplifting, anything under a thousand. Now they're having these uh, massive mobs. I know Governor Newsom is speaking out saying they're going to try to step up police patrols. But now that that is not the same. The laws are different in different states, apparently in Portland and, and definitely in San Francisco. Uh, it's a major, major problem with these smash and grabs. And I know some people... I don't think around here we fully relate to it, but 
if it, you know, you can go into pick a store and you just take something off the shelf and they don't even chase you. And in some of these high end stores, they cleaned out that Louis Vuitton store um, around here. Shoplifting. It, it, I don't know. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a felony, but or over a certain amount, it's a felony. Uh, but they seem to be inviting crime. Well, in San Francisco, apparently, um, uh, if you um, shoplift anything under, I think it's nine hundred and fifty dollars, it's a misdemeanor. And if you're arrested for it, you, there's again no cash bail. You're right back on the street. Um, apparently virtually all if not most of the walgreens and cvs locations in the san francisco area they're closing they're like we've had enough of this because people will come in with big like hefty bags and just walk up and down the aisles fill it up like you know like it's santa claus with a bunch of toys and then they walk out yeah and the employees are instructed don't challenge these people. Don't get in a fight. Don't try to stop them. You know, you might get hurt. So it doesn't take long for the word to get out on the street. Hey, you can go in and just grab stuff and steal it and walk out brazenly and nothing's going to happen to you. Wow. Now, when they go into a Louis Vuitton, I don't think anything in Louis Vuitton is uh, priced at under $950. So everything right. they're grabbing there is felonies. But again, it doesn't seem like the cops are too motivated to go try to find these people and arrest them. No. And candidly, I don't blame the cops for not looking to do anything more than necessary. I mean, they're fighting a fight against the criminals and against the politicians and the entire, you know, political framework out there. It's disgusting. Um, I think there again, they're going too far with this progressive stuff. And I think yeah. that, you know, there'll be some realignments coming to bring back funding for police departments and kind of wake up to figure out that this lax approach to criminal justice and letting everyone out um, is not the most effective. How long is it going to take, John, before there's a copycat? You know, this was not a flash mob, but I think they call it a rob mob or something where they put the word out. Hey, we're going to go into this Nordstrom and we're going to go in with uh, masks on and um, tire irons and we're going to steal everything we can. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, there's nothing much to steal at the um, at the Providence Place Mall, but before it happens there. Yeah. Now, Tim Dodd, uh, Roger Stone and uh, also Alex Jones. Both have received subpoenas in this January 6th investigation. Do you you think, uh, do they cooperate? How serious is this? These are two guys to me that have certainly not afraid. They have their fans. It might even be, you know, better for their careers to not cooperate. But um, would there be any type of legal jeopardy if they if they don't go along with this? Well, sure. Um, If they don't comply with the subpoenas. Just like um, Steve Bannon. with Steve Bannon, yeah. uh, there's a potential for a contempt of Congress uh, citation, mm. which could put you in jail for a year. Wow. Um, look at um, Alex Jones. He's not cooperated in cases where he's being sued um, for millions and millions of dollars, yeah. and he's not responding. Roger Stone is no shrinking violet. I can't imagine he's going to cooperate. Right. Um, the real question will be, um, and I think I know the answer, will Congress have an appetite to pursue these two guys as much as they're going after Bannon? And the answer is yes, because they've got to keep this investigation going um, at least into the fall of 2022. Um, there's plenty of blame, I think, to go around, but um, this is a very precise investigation that's being run with a, you know, I don't think this is an agenda free investigation that Congress is conducting right now. Um, So, yeah, I think that they will go after these guys as hard as they can. And will stone go to jail? I think he would. Alex Jones goes to go to jail. I I think he, I think they would, John. Yeah. As opposed to then uh, just trying to play ball with them. Folks, another quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro show. J. Perry Paving. 
always provides high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Give them a call today. Free estimate 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. A licensed and insured contracting company. Hey, they'll meet their clients' needs no matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Reach out to J. Perry Paving. Get a free quote. And remember, no one's better for veterans, two veterans, than J. Perry Paving. If you are a veteran or related to one, have them give them a call. They may do their driveway for them. 401 732 1730. Find them on Facebook, and then the website is letter J, jperrypaving.com. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, depietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break. Log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at DePetro.com. And it's all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, so you can watch Facebook Live, or also Twitter, or YouTube, or Instagram. So take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's depetro.com. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan & Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan & Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable residential services. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, call RE Coogan and Heating today, 401 732 6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 it's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged.